First off, let's keep it simple. This is just the intro. We about to get this thing popping like a pimple. Whoever you was listening to, R.I.P. Cause you're now in the presence of the R.R.P. DTM and your girl KD. And Chuckles, plus the hostess with the motions. Man, you know Kiki. You were crazy living life like a GTA. The same ones that was up at every PTA. Aiming for success, and now you want the ETA. Plus we giving you motivation like what E.T. saying. We giving tangible information with no hesitation. We probably got an answer for anything that you're facing. I guarantee you, we gon' give a suggestion. So just, um, glad in the DMs. DMs. Give us your questions. KD, Kiki, Chuckles, when y'all ready, ready to blow? Three, two, one, let's go to the show. Let's go. I'm just a D girl from around the way with a whole lot of shit to say. It's your girl, KD. What up, though? It's your boy, DTM. That's Coach DTM, a.k.a. Pure Motivation. I am Mr. Energy. Everybody love me. I don't have one enemy. Our podcast is here now, so you got to respect it. You never get off on us because we're never the exit. If you know me, then you know that I'm more than a savage who loves living life and is allergic to average. So in conclusion, so there's no confusion. If you see somebody realer than me, it's, it's an, an illusion. illusion. What up, you? Welcome, welcome, welcome. We'd like to welcome you back to another episode of Relationship Reality. All right, so jump right on into it, man. Let's get right into it. Let me just ask you, uh, I thought I fixed that, but I guess I didn't. You're going to have to show me later, baby. Um, yeah. <laughs> you to show me later. I, you know, I'm new to this, uh, I'm new to this whole uh, D&D, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So I felt like I put it on, but maybe I ain't putting nobody in it. I don't know. <laughs> put it on weddings. Uh, yeah, but I, I tried to make my own, so I started putting pot in You know what I'm saying? So it's on there. I just got, got to edit. I guess I got to edit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, Katie, talk to me, man. Catch up no mustard. What's good? What up, dude? Talk to me. What you got going on new? Not much. Not much. Man. Just chilling. Getting ready for... Christmas. Beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And mm-hmm. our twenty third anniversary. It is up top five, five. Let's do this. Twenty three, twenty four, something like that. I feel like once you pass twenty, it all just run together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I, I like twenty three because that's the Jordan number, that's the LeBron number, that's the you know what I'm saying. Oh, so okay. we're gonna keep it going. Well, twenty four, Kobe. Kobe, yep. Next year we in there. All right. Well, this year, next year, we go. We going from great to greater. I'm trying to. T- it's like y'all don't know nothing about basketball i don't know nothing about basketball i don't know nothing about basketball but i know that lebron is dtm favorite so i slid that in there slide slide slippery that was uh that was that was hard right there all right so uh for me man ketchup no mustard man listen um a lot going on like she said christmas is coming up you know uh i like christmas because for the most part, it does bring out the good in some people who might not be good the whole year. You know what I'm saying? So they just feel the need to give, and I, I love seeing people in the giving spirit. So um, that's definitely a plus for your boy. Bars. You know, I love it. I love it. Um, what else going on, man? New job, smooth. I get to see a lot of uh, things that I, I can admire and want for myself. You know, that, that's always a plus. Like houses off the lakes and... Um, I don't know why he think we're going to get a house off the lake. I am so petrified of water. The house ain't going to be in the lake. (laughs) It's going to be close. (laughs) All right, he going to look. Y'all, he going to spend all that money. He going to be like, babe, you're not going to sit on the dock with me? I'm be like, nope. I'll play the song for you. Sitting Sitting on on the dock dock of the bay. bay. (laughs) 
See, that's, that's we've been together too long. I know, she, I know where she's going with certain things. Y'all think we rehearsed this, but we didn't. I swear. Uh, you just be like my mom used to do back in the day. I never knew that it was. No, real. I'm not putting my feet in no big ass pot. No, 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 no. I'm I put, just gonna put my feet in. I put my feet in at the swimming pool. Not the lake. An open body of water. Yeah. No way. I seen the one I want too. Mm-mm. I just so mm-hmm. let me let me get you can buy me a house off the water. Let me get y'all my my little spiel. On you come I, visit me. <laughs> let me get y'all my spiel there. on how I thought I was about to get murdered today, y'all. So mm-hmm. I went to I had to uh, I had to take a video and send it to the wife because just in case you know things didn't go according to plan, right? So I'm I'm walking up this property that was over a mile and a half long before from the curb to the property. But you couldn't see it until you got, you know, maybe within 20 feet. Of what if y'all wasn't even at the right property? Well, it was the address was in the front. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So this is how smooth the property was, right? It was two houses back there. Both belonged to the same person. Oh, like a guest like house? Like a guest house, right? Oh, okay. They were doing some work. but So we walking through, it looks like a scary movie, but it's early in the day, so I wasn't that nervous, right? But we definitely wasn't in our own city let alone our own state. Our own state. state. What so, you mean? Well, so, I went with them, but... So, um, as you walk up, you can see nothing but trees and, and, you know, forests and whatever. And then you get a little closer and you see a sign that say, we have guard dogs. Um, enter at your own risk. Now, my partner who I was with is a Caucasian guy. So, I'm like, all right, he's walking just regular like ain't nothing. But he kind of slowed down a little bit. Yeah, because who ain't scared of dogs? Just, just a little bit. Everybody's scared of dogs, bro. But he got a little more fearful of um, the second sign than he did the first sign. The dog sign scared me, but the the thing that I had was about eight feet tall. So in my head, I said, if something happened, I can hop on top of this, <laughs> and I'd be smooth for a minute. You don't know what only, my man going to do, huh? Only to find, No, I didn't have no clue. <laughs> but only to find out that what they had, the dogs that they have were three Great Danes. Oh. And he said the Great Danes, um, they have beds that sit, uh, it sit, what he said, like six and a half feet in the air. Oh, so the eight feet, when it, that, they could have, well, yeah, the eight you still. Yeah, because cause he said when they leave and come back, they be on top of the bed. And he said he trying to figure out how they get up there <laughs> because they have to take the step ladder to get up into the bed. But Great Danes are tall. Yeah, yes. But I didn't know what kind of dog it was. Oh, just okay. The sign. But they, you know, they were they were put up, you know, none the least. But the second sign said, um, security checkpoint just ahead. Still enter at your own risk. Now I'm like, all right, hold up. And I still can't <laughs> see the house, though. Don't you cross that? <laughs> what is that? Uh, the gun line. The ball. gun line. I just seen it. I, so then, we finally able to see the house. We get about twenty feet away. I could see both house, both houses um, back there. One was a huge uh, mansion-looking type of house. The other one looked like I, I felt like we was going to see Uncle Phil. All right. Right. All right. But nobody was outside. So now we call like, okay, which one of these houses do we go to? And he's like, yeah, we, I saw you come in. Just keep going. Come to the White House. I'm like, all right, bet. Well, he said, all right, bet. I'm following him at this point, right? I'm sure. He, he probably said, all right, my buddy. Man, my man said, it's crazy. I saw him talking about my, my partner. But I didn't see you come through. I said, good. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't good. Up, he about to go update his cameras. You ain't lying. <laughs> he come out. He got pistols on his hip. He got, you know, he, he was a cool dude. You know what I'm saying? But he was like, 
when you put the address into the GPS, it sends you like three houses down. And he said, I'm glad y'all actually took the initiative to find the house because uh, uh, DoorDash won't do that. DoorDash will go to the house that it says that it is, even though the even address is wrong. And, and call and say, I'm at your door. And he say, no, you're not. He said, even in the comments, he put, it's a green fence. Come in the fence. But I feel like they get nervous because there's cameras all on the fence. It's about three They probably don't think first. it's a house. They probably think it's like. I was like, yo. But it, it was definitely inspiring to when you look at it. Because I was like, oh, I need one of these. But you know, my sister house do that too. When you put, when you go by GPS, mm-hmm. it stop you like, um, so it's a house, another house, a field, and then her house. Like most of, most of the spot that we deliver to, mm-hmm. it does that. Really? It say you you are your destination on the left, but it'd be maybe three houses down, or it'd have been two houses before. Maybe that's just a GPS thing. Yeah, I just think it'd be what the kids say lagging, right? Mm. <laughs> but because this house was so secluded, and all you seen was like the fence, and it was like you know most people be like, I'm not about to go back there because I definitely normally we'll walk to the house first. One of us will, mm-hmm. just to see where the stuff is going. Let them know we're here. Which door we coming in? Whatever is going to the garage, wherever it's going. But when I walk to the fence line and I look back there and I didn't see nothing, I said, I'm not about to make that walk up there by myself. <laughs> I'm going to let him I do thought, it. Or I, gonna... <laughs> I thought you was about to say, I'm not finna make that walk twice. Oh, I definitely wasn't going to make it twice. He'd have, been, he'd have been lugging that thing up there on his own. I'd have been up there waiting like, yeah, this no, is the no, right no, no, no. You talking about by myself. I thought you were going to say, I wasn't making that walk twice. Nah, I wasn't making that walk by myself. Sometimes you got to understand that... Uh, the color that you are might not be the right color in certain areas. Mm-mm. So you got to be cautious. You got to be cautious because you don't know what people be on these days. I mean, that's true. So That's why I know since he ain't see you, as soon as you left, he called a security company like, yeah, I need y'all to come uh, look at these cameras because I ain't see the black guy. I ain't see with, with, the, with the big <laughs> with the eight, big With eight, the big ass eight foot eight whatever. Foot box that weighed 200 pounds that I'm lugging up there. What was it? Uh, couch. Oh. So, the couch I want, the love set, nah, the love nah, sack. Nah, oh, nah. it was a regular brown couch, but it was sweet though. Like the pillow zip to the back instead of you know some at the velcro, some just mm-hmm. sit back there. This one you can zip it to the back. Um, it was pretty sweet, like a leather leather type of hookup. I can't wait till I get my love sack couch with the speakers in it. Yeah. I don't know why I never I go mean, downstairs. We, I have never um, delivered one of them. Oh, nobody orders that, I guess. Damn. I told you the one that was from that same company um, just got shipped back because it wasn't right. Oh, that's a $5,000 one, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I about to say, maybe that's why because they're so expensive. Yeah, ain't nobody, ain't nobody on that. And then not this time of year either. Well, the thing is, too, you only order it one time. If you want to change the color, you just order because the covers come off and they're washable. Yeah. So if you want a different color, instead of ordering a new couch, you just order a new covering for it. But the problem was with this one, the zip, the zipper busted on um, one of the pillows. Oh. So, so she was saying with that, the only thing you can do is remove the pillow, send it back, or wait for another one to come to cover it up. So she sent the whole couch back because well, of one pillow? No, she sent the whole couch back because the legs was uneven. Oh, you did say the legs was uneven. So oh, okay. it, kept, it was like really wobbly. And so I think Willy, she, y'all heard that? Willy wobbly. Willy wobbly. Willy wobbly. And I think she wanted to keep. She kept it through the holiday because we were the one who delivered it. So yeah, because she probably was having people on it. Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> what if they and broke the, it on Thanksgiving? And the people, no, nah, it was broken. When we put it together. Now, Listen, pillow, let me live. The pillow, the pillow, they probably broke on Thanksgiving. Because <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't broke when we delivered it. But 
the the wobble part, you know, we, we point out all the issues, if mm-hmm. there's an issue. Like, I had a, um, a hood today, and it was dented on the back. Now, in the neighborhood where I grew up in, my mind said, it's in the back. Who cares? It's finna go up against the wall, and nobody's ever gonna see this, because we gotta drill it to the wall. Mm-hmm. But they was like, nah, take that back. Good. I mean, which I, feel, I get, but I feel like the amount of money that people are paying for these appliances, I feel the same way. Yeah, I get it. Like if it's dented, yeah, send it back. But the problem is, how long you got to wait to get another one? And it I, ain't like y'all. Yeah, it ain't like y'all leave the dented one until the new one comes. Sometimes we do. Oh, depending on like so, like the hood that it was already a hood that we were actually replacing that hood. Mm-hmm. Nothing was wrong with it. It might have had a dented or something, but the new one came with a dented as well. So we was like, we leaving this one until we get one without a dent, so that way. You know, yeah. Um, but the remember I was telling you yesterday they had a we had a heavy appliance that was about three little over three hundred pounds. So they were trying to use me for my muscle, but on the back of it, it was like a little crack. It looked like it looks like when they was putting it together that they over drilled the screw oh. and put a crack in it. Now, as I said before, where I was raised at, my mind said that's on the back. It's going to go against the wall. You're not even going to see it. But her mind said, I don't know how long it's going to be before that thing buckle all the way down or whatever. I mean, that's true. Which which I get. But yet and still, where we came from, we'd be like, it's going to go up against the wall. It's cool. You know what I'm saying? My dad would have been like, I'm going to put some more screws in it <laughs> to screw it up against the wall. So no, nah, my daddy would have sent it back, though. He would have? Oh, yeah. yeah. My daddy used to be bougie. <laughs> now, now look, boy, the tables are turned. Now he is the duct tape king, man. Right. So, uh, now he duct taped some shoes or some shit. But when it came to like stuff he was paying for, like appliances or like cars stuff like that, mm-mm. he yeah, wasn't taking but, no dents, no rust, none of that. Which I mean, like I said, now I understand it even more than before. You know what I mean? Because at first I wasn't paying no attention like that. I was like, what? Nah, especially because a lot of these appliances take four to six months for them to get sometimes. Yeah. But I feel like they might move with a little more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, where, they, where they put the, put them in a little more higher priority because we already been waiting six months. So we're not going to wait another six. Let's put them up in hopefully. front of the line. Hopefully. Hopefully. But, like I said, that could be wishful thinking. That could be just me thinking. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Oh, and a uh, little ketchup and no mustard. The host is with the most. It's birthday on Thursday, y'all. Sure. So, Woo. we'll just drop on Wednesday the 30th. Yep, just drop so, on Wednesday. So, on the 1st, make sure y'all slide in her DM on uh, rrp.kd. Nope, that's mine. rrp.kiki. <laughs> uh or her other one is, I think it's called Wolf Pie Kiki. Let me check. But yeah, make sure y'all slide in her DM. Wish her a happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. Yeah, uh, it's going to be fun. You know what I mean? It's going to be a, a celebration, a party, as it always is. I can't wait to see what's in store because. Uh, Although they too, she too busy right now to come kick it with us, but I know she's listening, so we're not gonna tell you what you doing. Yeah. Her her uh her other one is K E K E dot Wolf Talk Pod. So make sure y'all hit her up on one of those and wish her a happy birthday on 
December 1st. 12-1-1. Yeah, she's a Sagittarius. And yes, she be Sagittarian. She be Sagittarian. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So, um, question for you. Uh, Is there ever a time when a man putting his hands on a woman can be maybe okay? So, for for my whole life, I would have said no. But, don't come for me either, y'all. If I got sons, and I don't just be like, beat the F out of girl. But, if somebody is verbally, I mean, is physically attacking you, punching you, slapping you, I do feel like you should be able to protect yourself as far as like, even if you got to push her and run or like, do something. But, the problem is, I feel like we've raised our sons not to hit women and we raise women not that a man not supposed to hit them but somewhere along the line we forgot the lesson of women ain't supposed to hit men either right you know what i'm saying like right. we missed the the lesson of keep your hands on your own body keep your hand to yourself you know what i'm saying so although i teach my sons all the time like i better not find out you just out here beating on a bitch because that's not okay right but i do feel like they have every right to protect themselves without like beating the fuck out of girl like that's never okay like you never supposed to just like dog walk a bitch because at the end of the day men are naturally stronger than women right but again like i'm saying like these were i done seen a girl cold cock a nigga in the mouth and right. what he supposed to do right so i'm gonna I'm a post this video for you guys to see i'm about to show katie because she hasn't seen it yet but i i'm also trying to narrate this for you guys so you can kind of understand what's going on in this video and then you tell me, KD, if you feel like he was wrong, right, or whatever. Damn. So what happened he was. He didn't have to hit her that hard. So what happened was, the <laughs> girl, it was a Caucasian chick. I can't really tell what the dude was. Because they didn't really show him. He like he's black. What you think? Yeah, probably. So there was a Caucasian chick in a bar, walked up to a guy. And they was having words back and forth. And she just kind of reached back and slapped him. And before he, before she can continue to slap, like she couldn't even follow through, the her hand touched his face and his hand No, 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 he punched her. He punched her. Let me see, was that a punch? Yeah, for a... sure. Bam, that's a punch, my baby. So, um, the way he did it so quick, like it was a reaction almost. Yeah. So is the is the reaction justified? Well, like, see, it's it's probably never justifiable at the end of the day. Right. But my thing is, like I said, why would she smack him like that? That, that is a grown ass man. I miss, listen. But see, the thing is, we always want to tell our our men they can't use their words, but apparently women not using their words either. Because this is yeah. the thing: you want equality, was good for the goose, good for the gander, all that type of stuff. Keep your hands. To yourself. yourself. Like you, she just smacked the shit out that man. And, and it, he socked her ass in the face. Now, he did hit her a little hard. She done flew yeah. all across the room. Yeah, she definitely flew. But my back. thing is like, can you really be held responsible for your reaction? I mean, I know you can, but sis, you just smacked the shit out of that man. Like it, like the instinct was to the, hit back. Because you could tell he didn't even think about it. Yeah, it came It was like, so wow, bam. You so, know what I'm saying? Sometimes it is reflex. And what made me even um, bring this up was because we was watching something recently. 
And I heard a young lady say, I slap or I put my hands on anybody. Male, female, it don't matter. And I just dropped my head and kind of put my hand on my forehead because I was like, that's oh, the problem. Oh, that's yesterday. Yeah, I yeah. said, that's the problem right there. It's because somewhere along the lines, and I, and it could be because like the gender but remember we talked about changed. that before it's like gender roles have changed like yeah. there's so many single mother households that they feel like they are the man you know what i'm saying and i feel like they feel like they got to be so alpha so masculine all the time that when it comes face to face with a man that they forget that they not a man you know what i'm saying like for me like if i get into it with a guy i'm gonna say what i gotta say but best believe i'm like don't make me go get my nigga or don't make me go get my husband you know what I'm saying? Don't make me go get one of my sons. You know what I'm saying? I'm never going to physically fight a man because for what? You ain't finna beat me up. I'm too cute for that. And, I, and it's, it's That's even, like even the other day when our son got into an altercation with one of his friends, I grabbed our son because I know my son not going to hit me. But I would never grab the, his friend because I don't know him like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I had enough sense to know that if I did grab him and he got more aggressive that then it would have went a whole nother way. You know what I mean? Right. So you got to use, also you got to use your discernment. Like, you got to know you can't just be out here trying to smack on men. And that's the whole thing. Like, now, because things have changed so much and um, the role of male and female is so blurred at this point. Yeah. And I feel like 95%, and I know this is high, but I feel like 95% of human beings not black people, not white people, not Chinese, not uh, nobody. I just feel like 95% of human beings don't know how to use their words. Accurate. That's why we got so many killings. Yeah, because we don't. Prime example, a man got, you got mad because a man let a bunch of women on an elevator that you got on the elevator and, sh and shot at, killed the man. You on the elevator, you about to go down. And something clicked in your head to say, I'm finna kill this nigga. Well, you could have just said, hey, bro, I've been waiting on the elevator the whole time. Or whatever his issue was. He never said a word. Don't, because they can't use the Because they don't know how to articulate. Because a lot of these people are illiterate. And they live off emotion. Exactly. And they live off clicks and likes. Yeah, they live off emotion. I heard a guy, I heard one of, one of my pastoral friends say, uh, um, he said the world has turned into social media so much that we don't even know how to love no more. All we can do is like, because we like this post, and we like that post, or we dislike, or we dislike. So we like it so much, although you can hard press and get a love event, but most people just hit the like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're so accustomed to just liking now that you don't know how to love no more. Yeah. And I'm like, that's deep and dangerous at the same time, because it's like, you have to, I tell my kids this all the time, man, get out of them emotion and stop leading with it. Like, you can have the emotion, that's very powerful, but... Don't lead with it in every single situation. You know what I'm saying? So, like, my youngest is probably one of the most emotional kids I've ever ran across in my yeah, entire life. Yeah, because one thing he going to do is cry. Man, immediately hurt. Feelings hurt, broken down, even it, for no reason. You just be like, nah, you know what? I don't even feel like going to get no ice cream today. Maybe tomorrow. Or, you know what? Uh, I'm going to cook chicken today. And he had his heart set on some, some turkey burgers or something. <laughs> He's out of there, but at the same time, I feel like that's probably one of his only. Um, I don't even want to call it a downfall, but it is. It can be a downfall when you lead when you lead with uh emotions like that for everything. 
Well, see, the problem that because he his first reaction is to cry, you don't be knowing if he hurt. Yeah. You don't be knowing like you. It's like you always crying. It's like the boy who cried wolf, right? It's like you always crying, so don't nobody know if you're hurt, if your feelings hurt, if something really wrong. It's like, boy, shut that fuck up all that crying and go lay down somewhere. Which I know is not right, but it's just like you cry so much, nobody even knows something wrong with you. Right. Like, man up. Please and thank you, man. So, uh, I'm going to post this. But, yeah, but, like, speaking of social media, like, somebody said... They been what they do for everyone. They been what they do. Like, but he don't ever post. He don't ever post me. So I don't know if it's real or I don't know if it's that serious. And I'm like, do you care that much about social media? Yeah. Like, because honestly, I don't post that much at all. But I think it's crazy to me that people really feel like if you don't post it, it didn't happen, or if you don't post it, you don't have it. Like, we eat every day. I don't post every time I eat. I don't post every time we go out of town. Like. Because sometimes you get so, which I'm going to tell you what, I got a thousand million trillion pictures on my phone. Right. But that don't mean I'm going to post them. Yeah. Because they for me to know what happened. They ain't for everybody else. Because the problem is people know so much about everybody else's business that you be getting mad like, how they know such and such and blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, you remember when you posted that on Tuesday? I mean, and it's crazy because the world is so... Um, controlled by social media at this point. Yeah. That even like when you when you dealing with psychiatrists, like the psychiatrists, they they learn what triggers you, right? Mm-hmm. So I was just learning today that a man that posts too many selfies is more likely to be um, a lunatic. Right, so that and I don't understand what they basing it on. I, I would have probably went more so. You know, narcissist is the word that people being that being. But narcissist used. is different. Narcissist is like a person who, who um. A narcissist is somebody who can make you feel bad for something they've done. You know what I'm saying? Or who who are very much the villain, but so good at playing the victim. Mm-hmm. Like narcissists are something different. Like that. That's narcissism is something different. Like they can even like literally do something like, like if I was to just knock your bottle of wine over, but then somehow by the, by the time it's over with, you feel bad for me knocking that wine over. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So like narcissists, I, they, they like feed off, off of those emotions, but a narcissist also like to keep you under their thumb. Control. Yeah. Because if you ever leave them, they don't know what to do. So that's probably why a lot of narcissists cheat. Well, a lot, but sometimes they don't even cheat, but they don't know how to be single. Like they literally leave one relationship and hop into another one. So maybe necessarily that they didn't cheat, but they definitely have somebody on standby. By it's called love bombing. So it's like they just fill you with all these wonderful feelings of like admiration and appreciation and love, like probably in ways you never felt before. So as soon as they're out of one relationship, you're there to enter the new relationship with them. Right. Well, they're very rarely single. Very rarely are narcissists single. Okay, that's deep. Um, and and speaking of being single rarely and kind of moving on to the next quickly. Damn. Let's take a trip to the shop real quick. Oh, shoot. And as we go to the shop, the first thing I want to talk the about shop. is let's scoop down to uh, Mr. Underwood. Ooh. Blair Underwood. Blair, what you doing, King? It's already engaged after um, 
just getting a divorce from his wife of 40 years. No. 41 years? No. No. So, <laughs> so he got divorced May of last year mm-hmm. after being married 27 years. The lady who he currently engaged to, which he just announced his engagement like six days ago. So November, what, 22nd or something like that? Yeah. They have, they have been friends for 41 years. So it was, his, it was his old homie. He says his best friend. Which I've seen that happen. Now, I know somebody close that, you know, did the same thing. That's not a good example, though. You said not a good example? No, because what's the question? Um, do you think they, can you move on? Can you, is it, well, uh, yeah, that's not a good example when I think about it. Because my question, question, my question was, do you think that something was going on prior to to the divorce? Because for you to, first of all, for you to be with somebody for 27 years and a year and some months later, you already engaged to somebody else. Is it crazy that their youngest son, their youngest child, which is the son, just turned 21 recently. So do you think that they were trying to hold on until that? I mean, no, because at that point you get divorced at 18. Well, I, I seen that, I think it was 2007 or 2008 that he was on the Oprah Winfrey show and he was discussing problems that they was having that he was working on. Because his thing was he wanted to be not only a provider, but he wanted to help you solve your problem. I mean, so I get like... I mean, I read plenty of articles where he was like, he didn't want another broken family and all these kinds of things. Like, right. I get it. But you also got to think, like, so you didn't break your family for 27 years. Y'all stay married, whatever. They met in 94. They got married in 95. All this kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Great. Wonderful. But, or no, they got married in 94. I don't know when they met, but they got married in 94. But this is my thing. You so concerned about being there for your kids and making sure your kids are happy and things of that nature. But then you marry who I'm sure they thought was their auntie. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Because if, if, well, they're not married, they're engaged. But y'all been friends for 41 years. Very, like, she like his manager or booking agent or something. Like, y'all so close friends that she has a job in your empire. Right. But now, less than a, well, a little over a year, you already engaged. You ain't just start messing with her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It don't, it don't take, it, even though they say, like, it don't take five years to know if you want to marry somebody or whatever like that. I get that. But you just got your divorce final, May of 2021. November 2022, you announced your engagement on the red carpet. So, that mean, first of all, that mean y'all was already engaged. First of all. Because you didn't propose to her on the red carpet. You announced your engagement on the red carpet. Right. So when did y'all get engaged? Um, when did she go from when I, did she go from sister to lover? Um, October 31st on Halloween. No, you got me fucked up. <laughs> and I feel like it's situations like this that made friendships like you and Kiki friendship look suspect. Or friendships that made me and Max friendship suspect. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's those kind of things. That people be like, see, I told you men and women can't be friends because how they was friends for 41 years and da-da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But, damn, that's legit. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. Not, not saying, like, men and women can't be friends. Not that part, but the part that it was some funny business going on between them. 
before the divorce. I don't care what nobody say. A year, a well, year and some months. This is what I feel like too, though. If we got divorced and let's say June, right? We been broke up before that. I mean, yeah, I get that. But if we got a divorce in June and in July you dating Kiki, that like, means y'all already, even if y'all was not messing around, y'all had some something going on. You know what I'm saying? Or that, if if me and you go our separate ways and all of a sudden I'm with Riggs. Right. And I think the biggest thing is like, if you've been together, we've been, you've been my friend for 41 years and I've been with my girl for what, 27, right? Well, they've been married 27 years, but I think they oldest is 29. So okay, we're going to assume they've been together for 30 years. Let's say 30, Let's say 30 Let's years. Say 30, right. During them 30 years, if the only person I go complain to is my 41 year long relationship friend then eventually it's going to be like, man, I keep complaining to her and she keep telling me what to do and it's going to be all right. And it's like the person I'm con- consoled by and, and you know, she making me feel better. And at some point the emotions, the switch, and she is going to end up being who I'm with and you're going to end up being the friend. Cause I'm like, shoot, I can't wait to go back to my friend house. Cause I can't wait to tell her that. You did what to me? Oh, my God. Let me call Kiki and tell Kiki what you just said. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right now, for me, once anything happened, the first person I want to call is KD. And I'm like, y'all, I can't. When I was about to get mauled by some dogs today, <laughs> first person I wanted to hit up was KD, right? When I when the car fell on my hand, the first person I wanted to call was KD. But the only reason I didn't call KD when the car fell, because I didn't want her to worry about me. So I was like, I tell him when I see her. <laughs> But whenever anything good happened and whenever anything bad happened, the first person I think about and want to let know what's going on is you. Right? right. So at any time when that switches. But that but my question was, do you think something was going on prior to the divorce? Because it ain't like they've been divorced five years. Hell, they ain't even been divorced two years. Um, what, what about like a separation? Had they been separated? They, 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 they didn't. Ha- they didn't. I mean, they probably was because the divorce was final in May or June. They probably, I mean, we all know divorces don't happen overnight. Yeah, because like, look at look at a relationship like uh, Trick Trick Daddy, and and what's the girl's name? Joy. Jo- Joy. He wouldn't give her a divorce. The niggas been separated for. But that's that. But, but this my thing though. <laughs> it ain't about moving on in a relationship. I'm talking about the who. I, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, people move on. People move on in the marriage. Right. But that's my question. Like, the, the person. I feel like they was already messing around before the divorce. Hell, for all we know, she the reason for the divorce. They could have. Which I don't do that. It, 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 <laughs> it might have been either they was messing around before the divorce or... They were always looking at each other like, yo. That's the thing. That, But see, that's the point I'm trying to make. Like... Some people make it, but some people make it bad for male female friendships, and that's one of the people that make it bad for male female relationships. And it's twenty twenty two going into twenty twenty three, so it's not even just male female relationships anymore. I think you got to worry about all relationships if you have to worry about relationships. (laughs) (laughs) But you can't even have a friend, okay? Males, females, cats, dogs. I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm just sitting here chilling. So I'm just saying (laughs) that you know. We hear some we hear some wild stories. Not all friendships off limits. All friendships can be suspect. Not just male and female, but hey, 
We, hey, I'm just saying, we know some people that know some people that have been through some stuff that knew some people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so I'm not finna play with you. Uh, let's 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 switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about um, a dose of, I guess, karma. Ooh. In a sense, right? So, I, and I hate using the word because I feel like when you start talking about karma, I'm about to say, not you, Mister. Ain't no such thing as I karma. Talking it. about karma. No, no, I don't believe in it, right? But the the question that that hit me was the homie Neo, and apparently one of his mistresses just came up and said that she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So now, do you believe that how you get a man is how you lose a man? I I listen. I believe that that man left his girl because they wasn't married. They was only engaged, but he left his situation to get with somebody else to get married and have kids. So the fact that she thought that she had like a gold plated vagina that he was never going to do nothing wrong to her is flabbergasting to me. Mm. Because she made a whole post like for eight years, he been sleeping with sex workers and he been sleeping with this person. He been sleeping with that person. And let me tell you, the fans came at that ass. Like they was coming like, oh, how soon we forget? Oh, but it was funny when his, when Mayetta was going through it. Oh, but it was funny when it was somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Like right, right. this, how I feel. I feel like if you meet somebody who with somebody, love yourself enough to say, when you done with that situation, come holler at me. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be intermingled in someone else's shit. Just right. say, when that's all said and done, if it's really about to end and it's really about to be over with, when it's over with, come holler at me. And if I'm still available, then we'll see what happened. If I'm not, then you missed your turn. You know what I'm saying? Like, you get intermingled in somebody else's relationship, somebody else's marriage, somebody else's engagement, whatever it is. But now, you like, yeah... I can't believe he did this. <laughs> Why? A leopard don't change his stripes. See, that's, and that's a, that's a, that's the thing, right? There. But I'm so not like, saying like. With him as a boy. No, no they no. only been together for eight years. I don't care with how long you've been together. I'm talking about me- mentality wise. Oh. Like his thought process could have been very boyish, and it could never change because if you don't have a reason to change it, then why would you change the way you're thinking, right? So even if if you losing somebody that you with, most men are smart enough to manipulate themselves and to feel like I am I didn't want you anyway. Yeah. Even if I did, I'm gonna manipulate myself and, and feel like I ain't want you anyway. I'm good. So that at that point, I don't have to change because I ain't want you anyway. I'm still good. But if I'm smart enough to be like, whoa, I'm losing the person that I love and I really want to be with. What am I doing wrong? Right. You know what I'm saying? And if it's not me, it's you, as some say. Right. <laughs> then that's different. I can't. I got nothing to do with that. That's something that you have to deal with on your own, and you have to figure that part out. But with him, or with most people, um, if you don't put a reason to why things is happening that has something to do with you, then you won't think you're doing anything wrong. You would never change, Right. So that's when people use the phrase the leopard never changes spots because the leopard didn't have a reason to change his spot. If, the, if that leopard was being hunted, he'd be, a, he'd, <laughs> yeah, I guarantee you he'd figure out a way to switch up some stuff. Like, hold up, let me at least blend in with something because this ain't right. This is like, but nothing's wrong. 
in in their eyes, right? So uh, there's it, no reason for that person to change. So that's why you're going to constantly see a cycle of when I leave this person, I'm going to the next person. Like, I used to have an issue with hurting people's feelings. And I'd be like, okay, I'm going to just make them not like me no more. And then I'm going to move on. Friendship, whatever. Jobs, whatever. Like, I, would, I had a problem quitting job. I know. I'd be like, yeah, look, yeah, and it's and it sounds so crazy because you know you it's only so many hours in a day. But I'm like, I'm finna go do the other job over here, but I'm not. I don't quit. Keep me on, but I can only work every now and then. I shoot you a text or a call on my free day, and because I know that I I do I work hard at whatever I do, they usually say, okay, yeah. <laughs> and until. They like, hey, can you work this day? And I tell them no enough times, and they am like, all right, let's take this dog. Let's take dog off the schedule because he, he tricking me. Like, <laughs> now nah, he tricking me. He tricking me. But at some point, you gotta be able to be like, uh, I'm done. I just feel like if you believe in God and you believe in prayer, and you saying Sierra prayer and and uh, Tiana Taylor prayer and Beyonce's prayer, where you praying that God sends you this phenomenal man. Mm-hmm. that you think is phenomenal because you don't know what's going on inside these people's house home. But if you are praying for that man, the guy that I know ain't going to send you nobody else's husband because guess what? Adultery is a sin. Mm. So, <laughs> but my thing is, baby, do you? Because, hey, sis husband might be your husband. I don't know. That ain't got nothing to do with me. But at the end of the day, what I'm telling you is, uh, somebody who would leave a like a solid commitment, like that man had kids and everything. Like they had their son and their daughter. Tube, she got her tubes tied because all they wanted was their son and their daughter. And then boom, now he got three kids with this other lady. That now he done left her, and now he got another baby on the way. So guess what? While these women is tying their tubes, and he they only baby father. I mean, yeah, he they only baby father. He out here with all the baby mamas. Why we can't have more Nick Cannons in the world? I know y'all be mad at Nick Cannon, but he ain't no storyteller. These women know that he got four, five of them pregnant at the same damn time. They know they going to get BV. They is okay with it. They say it's all right. Uh, But see, that's the thing, though. And I I can't say who I be talking to, but I talk to an individual. And and they very, they young, they young. But I, I say, I say, yo, why are you lying to everybody? You know what I'm saying? Like, at some point, and I, I hate to bring, I'm almost tempted because we got something for a different episode, but I'm tempted to bring it up a little bit because <laughs> we got to this part right here. But he, you just lie to everybody. But I feel like the reason why people lie to everybody is because they want to be everybody's only. But at the same time, if you say it correctly, that could still be a possibility, right? Yeah, but if everybody... you do like, yo, I got a wife. I'm feeling you, but you can't have nobody else. Let me tell you, I'm being honest. You're probably the only person in the world that I know that ever been able to get away with that. Really? Because most women is not sitting up waiting on a nigga that's at home with his bitch. Because let me tell you what's happening. Well, they're not going to call you that, though, are they? Probably. Nah. Yeah, they nah, are. Nah, I don't give a fuck. Nah, nah, nah. Listen. Respect is everything. <laughs> <laughs> you know Why you out being disrespectful? Yeah, okay. Respect. Okay, well, listen. You know, you're thing- like, wait, not to cut you off, but you know, I'd be like, I can whip my kid, but nobody else been no. 
<laughs> you stupid. Cause listen, and this for real, this is why these men's spots is getting blown up. Because while you playing daddy and playing husband and you demanding this woman to stay at home by herself, now she ain't got nothing but time and, and she just thinking like, well, what he doing? You know what I'm saying? Why she's spending Christmases by herself and why she's spending Thanksgivings by herself and why she's spending New Year's Eve's by herself. Birthdays, like, shit, don't let her birthday be on one of your kids' birthdays or don't let her birthday be close to, like, your girl birthday or, or your anniversary or something like that because now she's spending her birthday by herself. Because if you're smart, that's why I keep trying to tell these uh, young men, if you're smart, you nip that in the bud immediately. Your birthday when? My yeah, shirt. but listen, we got so can, many, we got so many birthdays that she don't really have opportunity to have a birthday any, yeah, at any time. Your birthday when? March third. You know what? Now it's April third. But April third, we got somebody's birthday to celebrate. Oh, April fourth. April fourth, not the third. But I'm just saying. But depending on what day of the week it fall on, right? We gonna be celebrating a birthday. But, but see, the but, problem is. Th- but what I'm saying is. That's why these women keep popping out. That's why these women, I just want to come to you as a woman because they're spending so much time alone because you demanding that you be the only man they with, even though you got a family. And you're not telling them. No, I'm saying that happens as well. But on the flip side, like you're saying, like they don't even know you got a woman, but they do be knowing because they be trying to come to you as a woman. I just want to come to you as a woman I'm about to read you this message that somebody just uh posted because people is crazy. And while she's pulling that message up, we can just add, we can throw Jock in the mix because we just got through watching the reunion. You know what I'm saying? And it's not a plug, but it was it was interesting to me. But the side Wait, chick okay, hold knew on, hold on. Listen to this. The situation. What you doing, baby? Who is this? Nobody. I saw this number on my fiance's blacklist and was wondering who this actually was. Are you a whore, a slut, or something? <laughs> this is an actual text message that she took a screenshot of. Like, who the fuck? <laughs> like, I saw this number on my fiance. First of all, well, if he got me blocked, then why do it matter? That's a fact. But furthermore, what? She like, this bitch been harassing me since 6 a.m., dog. What the fuck is wrong with this girl? Some people, some people sabotage their own relationship, though. Right? So, like, I've seen... I've been in situations where I can be doing dumb stuff and the person that I'm doing dumb stuff with is actually almost kind of winning because the home base is not right. You know, unbeknownst to me, understanding now that it's not right because of me, but it's just not right and it's not happy. We're not feeling it. But when I go over here, you're doing good. And you would take it upon yourself to, to intervene and put the pressure on. I don't know what if that's what you want to call it. And if you make me make a decision right now, I still want to be at the crib. So I'm cutting you off. You know what I'm saying? So like you sabotaging the relationship that you're trying to have for no reason. And then the other way around, it could be the same thing. Like you just think there's something going on. So you're going to sabotage our happy relationship because you think something's going on. And whether it is or not, you finna find out, right? So, I'm gonna I'm move this up just because we're talking about this, like, whole truth-telling and lying. Are we still thing. in the shop? 
We're still in the shop. Oh, okay. We're still in the shop. All right. So, some of the, I think some of this shop information don't get moved around, but okay. Uh, and this is this, let's see. This is what I love about it because this is how it really be in the shop, right? <laughs> when you in the shop, you in the you know. For sure, whether it's the barber shop or the beauty shop, nail shop, car shop. Right. So GameStop. I, I had heard something, and. It Wait, was, we gotta talk about Jock too. We're going back to Jock. Yeah, so go to we'll go back to Jock in a minute. Okay. But no, let's go to Jock now so I can find this. Right Cause we're talking about side chick, so. Right. So she knew her place. Right? Who knew their place? Mita knew her place. Oh. So the side chick, which was Mita, she Well, she been a side chick since two thousand nine. Right. Certified. Definitely certified. So she knew her place, but she felt the need to wanna Promotion before it's not time for no promotion. Ain't no promotions open. Ain't no position available. I don't, you know what? what I swear I think so. it's just one of the storyline. But I, I think so too. Yeah. And I think that because of the show that they were on, they was like, "Bet you got something? That's not messy. Let's do it." <laughs> Mona was like, "Hell yeah, yeah, messy. Let's do it." Right. So, but she knew her places without. That's she the did point. for many years. And now all of a sudden, you've been cool with this position for years. Many. Many, many years. And now 2009 was what, 14 years ago? <laughs> now all of a sudden you want a you raise? All of a sudden. You want a promotion? All of a sudden. You want a new position? Hmm. How about sideways? <laughs> <laughs> but now you done lost your position because, girl. Yeah. So now if this, is a, if this is something that you loved, in your head you felt like, and that's a question I'm going to ask you, in your head you felt like, he ain't going nowhere. He always going to be with me. He's she said that. Right, right. She so, said, She said, my name is etched in his heart, but you can wear his ring all you want to. So. I had a punch in her mouth. So, in your opinion, and we had this conversation on not too long ago. I don't know if it was a holiday or if it was like something, but the fam was sitting around like we was at the shop. And so, in your opinion, do you feel like once, as a woman, once you have sex with a man, or a woman that you can always have sex with that man or that woman? I don't. I don't think so. Okay. Right. Because the conversation that I was having with the fam was most men, high percentage, we can even say 99%, <laughs> high percentage, feels like if I hit once, if we ever been involved like that, not like a, um, maybe not so much a one night stand. I just met you at the club because I don't really know you like that, right? Mm-hmm. But if we ever had uh, involving, that I'm, I can always get you, right? And so it it threw some of the women off that was listening to me when I said it, and they was like, oh, but they, but it made them think though because they had a couple ex that was like. That would hit him up just just periodically, like, "Yo, what's up? I'm coming through," and then they can they can uh, recall them saying, "Come on," whether you have somebody or you don't, mm-hmm. and that that's just how men think. So I was wondering if women thought the same. You know what I'm saying? But KD said, "No, I don't know. If she's speaking for all women, or just like no, I'm KD just speaking mindset. for myself." Because I know some people that my homegirls could call. So if I know they could call them, they know they could call them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, yeah. Like, I've seen my homegirls do it, so. So, uh, but, okay, now, to go back a little bit, when we were talking about the whole lying just to be lying, mm-hmm. right? 
I heard a, a, a video and I had to save it because I wanted to bring it to you so you could hear it, right? And it was saying, basically, do we have this whole lying thing backwards, right? Because when we come into a relationship, we ask for the truth. We want honesty. Just tell me the truth. Mm -hmm. Tell me. We want honesty. But this video made me see things just a little bit different because I was like, man, that is, she said, she said a mouthful mm -hmm. right here, right? So let me play this real quick. And then you tell me if you kind of agree with what she's saying. Um, now, this video is an old school lady by the name of Nikki Giovanni. Mm -hmm. Ever heard of her? All right. What about Jane Baldwin? Ever heard of him? The actor. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they 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 are having a conversation, and she's giving her spiel on just lying in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And basically, she's saying, "Why you got to tell me the truth when you lying at every?" So let's let's just go to it. Everybody's everybody's trying. Let's jive on that level. If I love you, I can't lie to you. Of course you can lie to me, and you will. If you love me and you're going off with Maddie someplace, you're lying to me. Because what the hell do I care about the truth? I care if you're there. But Billy Holiday say, hush now, don't explain. All right, I accept that. Of course, All of right, course you lie to me, because I don't even want to care. What, what does the truth matter? And why are you going to be truthful with me when you lie to everybody else? You lied when you smiled at that cracker down the job, right? <laughs> lie to me, smile. Treat me the same way you would treat him. I can't treat you the must. Treat him. You must. Because I've caught the I've caught the frowns and the anger. He's happy with you. Of course he doesn't know you're unhappy. You grin at him all day long. You come on when I catch hell. Because I love you, I get least of you. I get the, I get the very minimum. And I'm saying, you know, fake it with me. Is that too much of the black woman to ask of the black man? Mm. That's funny she said it because I swear I used to feel like that. Like you get the best of you to your job, and then come home with nothing. Yeah. You're not supposed to be happy with that. And, I, and that's what I was just thinking about. So, like, I could remember times I'm, I think I've said that before. <laughs> I can remember. And that's what... I'm like, I'm like that's kind of deep. I can remember times where we'd be here and we'd have a disagreement. We don't really fight and argue like that, guys. But we had disagreements, and sometimes they might last way longer than they're supposed to. And for me, way longer is three minutes. So if we go anything <laughs> longer than three minutes, something's wrong. We need to fix it, right? But we'll have a disagreement. And then let's say we have a wedding. Or let's say we'll have to we got some people coming to the office or whatever. Or somebody call your phone. And then she'll put on the happy voice. And I'll be like, Hold up. <laughs> Why am I getting this why am I getting this angry, you know, uh pissed off version? And then she just turned the switch off and be like, Oh my gosh, yes, this is so fun. This is <laughs> when are you gonna do this? Oh my god, we get the drink. Oh we gonna have wine. Oh my god, you're crying with wine, yeah And I'd be like, Oh You bastard <laughs> I'm like, so when I heard this, I was like, you know what? Fake it with me. Give me the smile. But and I get it, it's dangerous to It's do supposed that. to be mask off at home though, right? But I also feel like back then, because you could tell by this video, which he going to post it on the page. This video probably from, what, the 70s? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it definitely is. 70s, old 80s, right? Yeah. People don't even think like that no more. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the reason why you got to tell the truth now is because if you don't, somebody else is going to tell your truth. Social media going to tell your truth. Well, uh, 
What what movie did we just watch? That's not my truth. That's their truth. <laughs> um, um, reasonable doubt. Yeah, hey, that's not my truth. That's their truth. But I'm just saying, like, in the age of social media, if you're gonna do stupid shit, you gotta be honest. Even if you just partially honest, you got to tell some truth. And the reason is because if you don't, somebody else will. Like nine times out of ten, you get caught because of what? Your social media or your cell phone. Right. So you can't be, back then they had no cell phones. Back then they had the house phone, let it ring once, hang up, call back. Then you know to pick up. Or let it ring twice, hang up, send your wife to the grocery store. Then you could call her back. You know what I'm saying? Like it was... It was signals and it was things of that nature. It was, won't nobody write no letter to your house. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, maybe they're going to call you at work or, you know, or. I don't know if Mr. Charlie was getting in trouble all the time. Yeah, but because Mr. <laughs> Charlie was, Mr. Charlie was having people call the house. You got nine, you got nine phones in your house. So yeah. now your wife done got, done caught on to every time the phone ring twice, you want some ice cream and never the ice cream that's in the freezer. Right, right. If we got butter pecan, Neapolitan, chocolate, you want vanilla. And and it's crazy because when I used to cheat, my thought process was, of course I can't come home and say, babe, I just, I just cheated, but, you know, everything good. <laughs> no. Right? I can't come home and say that. So you are forced to either learn how not to do it or learn how not to say you did. <laughs> so what we learned is that by not saying it, what did I do? I lied. Mm-hmm. Right? But but you was lying anyway because it was like, why are you coming home from work late? Oh, oh, I had to make this stop or I had, oh, they had me move some extra boxes. Like, no, that was a lie. You was at the hotel room having sex. But. So you were still lying. Them, but with them, my process was always, I'm not much like that. I've seen people who lie to everybody and got to take rings off and uh, change names and and walk around with three and four different phones because well, this phone can go in the house, but this phone got to stay at work and this phone got to do that. And like, like, no, that's too much lying. I'm going to lie to one person because I don't want her to find out. Everybody <laughs> else, y'all not special enough for me to lie to. Listen, I only want one thing, maybe two. You got some money? You got some, yeah. I only want these two things. Everything else, it's, no. I, I could tell you what I want to tell you, make you feel good. As long as I get what I want at the end of the day is what my thought process was. But I was never going to lie to you and say, no, she, I don't have no wife. I don't have no girlfriend. I don't have no baby mom. I ain't got no kids. I'm actually just 26. I just, I'm never going to lie about none of this stuff. I don't care about you enough to lie to you like this, right? And I feel like when you find yourself lying to more than one person, now you got a real, real problem. Yeah, because now you're investing in two different yeah, things. Yeah, now you, now you got to keep up with every lie that you... It was easy for me to keep up with the lie that I told because I'm only telling one person. But if I tell you one lie, and then I go tell somebody else another lie, my homeboys who live with me, if they go to two, three different places with me, they like, yo, what are we telling this person? What are we telling... Oh, oh, oh. Or, or, or they hit you with the, uh-huh. Hey, <laughs> then we go to the club yesterday. Uh-huh. I thought we was at the movies, nigga. You said movies to the other. Like, no, stop lying to everybody. That was my thought process. So, um, I felt like the only thing I had to do was lie to my wife because I want to protect her. That's what you tell yourself to make yourself feel better. Mm-hmm. I'm protecting you, so I ain't going to tell you the truth. What, babe, what, uh, what Jody say? I lie to them because I... <laughs> 
<laughs> no. What do you say? I, I lie to you because I care about you. Uh, I, I tell them the truth because I'm protecting your feelings. Whatever, yeah. However he worded it. Yeah, that's what that nigga But said. that's exactly what it is. It was like, yo, I don't, I'm not about to sit here and constantly lie to you. I'm coming to you. No, I got a girl. No, yeah, we live together. Hey, no, we got two kids. Oh, no, 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 no. She, she be on that. What we got right now. <laughs> I got about 45 minutes. What we finna do right now? And then right now, turn into, if I get another 45 minutes, I'll let you know. But I'm not about to sit here like, no, I'll stay by myself. Mm, no. Now I got to, because I had a homeboy who had a family here. He had a family in Canada. He had a family. I remember like, him. He going back and forth from here to Canada, and neither one of them know about each other. Real family. But he also had girlfriends here that he was lying to. Yeah, he had several girlfriends here and at least one or maybe two in Canada. And we're going back and forth over the border. China but that's live. back when you only needed your uh, birth certificate and your ID to get over there. China you go over there every day. They wouldn't care. Yeah, now yeah. you go over there. It's a whole rigmarole. Yeah, you got to have a reason now. He probably still got yeah, But here's the thing. <laughs> you, don't, you don't really have to have a reason to get over there. You just got to have a reason to get Come back. Come back, yeah. And I be tripping off of that because I'm like, my, my credentials say I'm from here. Why are you tripping? <laughs> 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 like, come on now. You let me in. I let hey, me out. I li- hey, you, you were the same one. <laughs> Can I come in out? If we had a conversation about Kobe and LeBron <laughs> before we left. I, like, I would like to come in the out now. But, yeah, some people, man, just, just lie, lie, lie. I heard a guy, and it's funny now because the kids now, they start their sentences. So I ain't going to lie. Nine times out of ten, they finna lie when they say that. I ain't going to lie. Only if they talking. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Hey, uh, what the girl say? He put it on his homies and he dead. He a demon. How you know he alive? Cause he breathing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, sometimes man, you just lie a little too much, man. So lie like a rug. Lie like a rug. <laughs> All right. So we're gonna move along. We're gonna move along. You already know what it is. Oh wait. Got you queued up, baby. Yeah. sweet yeah i like it i like it i like it so talk to me man what we, what we talking about today man hold on y'all we got intense i done got out my notes so, okay all right so this one we are entitled let me tell y'all something when i did the research on this this might be a little longer than what we used to but this freaking case pissed me off so bad. I didn't even let DTM read my notes. I'm like, no, I want you to be mad like I was mad. So, this is called a crime in Spokane. Say it again? A crime in what? In Spokane. Okay. So, this is going to take us back 10.30 p.m. January 30th of 1986. Police get a call that there is a body in the field. Police get there and find the body of a young woman. They can tell that the crime scene is fresh because the body has steam coming from it due to the cold January air. So basically, even though it was cold outside, her body was still warm. So like, you know, you go outside in the cold, you blow your breath, that 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 steam that comes out. Mm-hmm. 
that's what was coming from her body. So they knew she oh, hadn't been there long. Because the heat. Yeah, from the heat. So they knew she hadn't been there long. Okay. <clears throat> they could not determine the cause of death at the scene, but they could tell that she had been hit in the head with a blunt object. So what they were saying was like they seen blood coming from her head, okay. but they couldn't tell if that that's what killed her. All right. The woman is fully clothed, so they did not think she had been sexually assaulted. So they're saying like she had bottoms on, shirt on, but this just from a glance. So they didn't know if she had underclothes on or not. <laughs> they identify her as 27-year-old Ruby Doss. Sources do not tell how they identify her at the scene, but it's assumed that she had ID on her person. So when normally they'll say like they they notify they um they were able to identify her like from her ID or from a missing person poster or something like that. In this case, they never said, and I looked and they was being real hush hush about it. The police began to process the scene where the body is and about a block away. At a manure pit, they find a piece of wood, earrings, a steak knife, a $50 bill, and a used condom. They also find a few items of clothing that they think Ruby was wearing, uh, like a fur coat and like a little jacket they found at this manure pit. That was approximately a block away from where her body was found. Okay. The police collect all these items as well as some shoe impressions found on the ground. It looks like it had, it was some type of struggle at the pit before Ruby was chased to where her body was found. So they said 250 yards to one block away. So they see like, um, the things that they found were not like in order. The things were like in disarray. Okay. The area Ruby was, the area Ruby was found in was known to be saturated with sex workers. And although she did not have a record, Vice did confirm that she was a known sex worker. So basically what they were saying was, although she never been arrested, she was on their radar for being a prostitute or sex worker. Part of the investigation, they learned that Ruby had been picked up about two hours before her body was found by one of her clients, but no one knew what the client looked like. The police went and spoke to Ruby's boyfriend who it slash pimp who advised that they had been staying in a motel with her five-year-old daughter. The boyfriend was not a person of interest. The last person to see Ruby alive was the owner of an adult store that said that he had, that he seen Ruby about 9 PM when she came in and purchased one single condom. Now, mind you, someone had came to pick Ruby up from this hotel. They didn't say exactly what time, but Ruby was seen at 9 PM buying a condom. So it's assumed that the person probably picked her up around, let's say, 8, 830. Okay. Just to pretend. But remember, her body was found at 1030 p.m. When the police got the autopsy report back, it showed that Ruby died from strangulation and not the blow to her head. So um, it was thought that maybe he hit her in her head to knock her down and then strangle her, you know, to kill her. Police offered a $2,000 reward for any leads they really did not have much to go on as they went to the media to ask for any assistance. They did have the condom, but DNA testing wasn't really a thing in 1986. Okay, right, right. Ruby's case went cold until January 2015 when when office when officers when I'm sorry, when officials from Pasco, a city a couple hours from Spokane, were investigating a police officer named Richard Agary Agary for sexual assault. During the investigation, Gary's DNA was taken and entered into the national database. And guess what? what? His DNA matched the DNA taken from the used condom from Ruby's case. Mm. So basically, 
There was a young lady who incru- who accused this policeman of rape. Okay. When they did her rape kit in 2015, when they put the DNA in the system, they got a match from a cold case, mm. which was Ruby's case. Yikes. What they learned is that before Gary was a police officer, he was enlisted in the Air Force. And in 1986, he was stationed at Fairchild Air Force Base, which was... You don't know? Uh-huh. Of course not. 12 miles south of Spokane. Oh, so, I was about to say. Wait, so wait. right up the street. Okay, right, okay. From where she was found. Oh, yikes. Okay. When they notified Gary that his DNA matched, he denied any involvement in Ruby's death, but did say... <laughs> yeah, we had sex. <laughs> no. But he did resign from the police force at that time. So they don't know if it was a combination of the young lady accusing him of sexual assault mm-hmm. or the combination of that as well as them telling him like, Hey, yo, your semen match something we already had in the system. Mm. He like, no, I'll see y'all later. When it, the police did not go public with the new development until May of 2015. But before they did, they, before they do, they contact Ruby's daughter, Keisha, who at the time was around 30 years old. Keisha. Period. Pooh. <laughs> So, uh, Gary's attorney made a public statement claiming his client's innocence. He said, and I quote, It's really hard to remember the specific details from 30 years ago, but he believes that he may have been acquaintance of Ms. Doss. Mm. Saying like, maybe I know, maybe I knew her. I don't know. That was 30 years ago. 30 years. How you, I supposed to know? You remember people from 30 years ago? Do you remember ago? your friends from 30 years ago? Not even 10 days ago. So, how I supposed to know? A friend of... A Gary's did come forward and said that they used to frequent strip clubs and pick up sex workers. This friend also told the police that a Gary told him that he had hit a woman over the head and choked her. But when he left her, she was still alive and moving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At the time, the police decided, decided that the DNA match and the information that the friend provided, they may have had enough evidence to charge a Gary. So on June 2nd, 2015, while Gary was in court for the sexual assault case, three officers from Spokane walked into the courtroom and arrested him for Ruby's murder. So on June 3rd, Gary was officially charged with first degree murder of Ruby Doss. After their arrest, the police executed a search warrant of Gary's home. They found thousands of explicit sexual photos and hundreds of videos of both men and women on his phone. Mm. So come to find out, he was like, recording these sexual like uh escapades but he wasn't telling the people that he was recording them so fun fact although voyeurism is something that is kind of popular like if you're into the lifestyle it's actually illegal like you can't just record people you know what i'm saying so you could if if you are having sex with someone and you're recording it and not telling them then you could be charged with voyeurism like like all these people who be quote unquote leaking sex tape that well if they if if they didn't know they were being recorded so the leaking of the sex tape i don't know if that's illegal but the recording without the knowledge is what's illegal mm-hmm. you can tell if i had knowledge if i keep looking at the camera probably <laughs> <laughs> so the videos were not just of sex they were also recordings of rape and several other crimes so like he was like raping people he was strangling people um he was even like at the hotel strangling people till they passed out. You could see him gathering up his stuff and leaving. And then the person ended up waking up, even though that's not on, on video. Of them waking up? Yeah, because he took the he camera. Took the camera you just know they woke up because um, yeah. they ain't dead. So. He a freak. I like that choking stuff, though. Go ahead. Wow. The police. <laughs> 
The police held a press conference asking anyone who felt as though they were a victim to come forward. Because remember, they had thousands of videos. I mean, thousands of pictures and hundreds of videos. But of course, they're not going to release the pictures of the people because then you'd be like double victimized. You know what I'm saying? Especially the men, because some of the men were married. So they didn't want to very well leak those things. Right. Dozens of people came forward. Some saying that the sex was consensual, but all of them saying that they did not want to be recorded. One video actually has a man on there begging not to be recorded because of this. On June 6th, Gary was also charged with voyeurism. So we're still in 2015, guys. Okay. On July 15, 2015, the charges were reduced to second-degree murder, which he officially entered the plea to not guilty. Now, mind you, remember, he's, he's he has two different cases going on. So he has a sexual assault for the for the woman who how they even got his DNA to begin with. And then he's also facing voyeurism charges and second degree murder for Ruby. Although there isn't any information as to why the charges were reduced, it is assumed that the second degree murder charge will be easier to get a conviction on. So when I looked it up, it was like initially they were charging him with first degree murder. Remember when they found him on June 2nd? Officially on June third, they charged him with first degree murder. Right. But then in July, they changed it to second degree murder. But they don't say it is hard to prove because you have to prove that his intention was to kill her. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that he planned. Like when I pick her up, I'm gonna kill her. It's like first degree murder is planned. That's why it's called premeditated. I mean, you planned and you plotted it and you had an idea of what you were doing. Where second degree murder, like, oh, it kind of just happened. You You know what I'm saying? You don't gotta tell on yourself. Yeah, started. you got to be like, no, when I left the house, I was going to kill that bitch. I knew I was going to do that. I knew yeah. I was going to do that. For sure. It was on my list. I knew that. Yeah. So in March 2016, yes, there had been no nothing from July to March 2016. Wow. From July 15th to March 2016, there's no nothing. Yeah. Hmm. Damn near a year. Yep. Right. In March 2016, there was an update in the case, and Gary's attorney claims that he was he has proof that his client was not even in the country when Ruby was killed, therefore he filed a motion for the murder charge to be dropped. Okay. Okay. So remember, he was in the Air Force and stationed near Spokane when Ruby was murdered. Well, per his attorney, at the time of the murder, his client was deployed to South Korea. And to prove it, he produced performance report from a base in South Korea that says he was there from, from December 24th, 1985 to December 23rd, 1986. Yeah, working on the inside. Which means when Ruby was killed in January of 1986, he was in South Korea. The prosecutor pointed out that we cannot forget that that his DNA was at the crime scene and that reporting days do not actually mean that he was there during that time. So you could be deployed somewhere like, okay, let's say you, de- you got to be there in December. Right. But let's say something happens and your deployment gets delayed. Right. They may not necessarily update those original deployment papers that you had especially back then now they do because they just go on the computer type it up or whatever you know what i'm saying but you gotta think about it back then everything was on paper so of course they probably got updated orders but they kept the old order still on file right right that's what i think happened prosecutors also proved that gary received a dental that he received dental and medical care at the spokane air force base late as late as January 16th, 1986. So if your defense is that you were somewhere December of 1985, how did you get medical treatment in January 1986? Mm. Right. Talk that talk. Play with somebody else, right? Mm. 
So the prosecutor puts in mo- puts in a motion for a delay in the trial, which also gr- which was granted. And during the delay of trial, Aguirre was released on bail, and he was also exonerated on initial sec- the initial initial jeez he was exonerated on the initial sexual assault case and got his dna entered that got his dna entered into the system so the voyagerism charges were dropped right so now we have that so at this point gary is only facing second degree murder charges until y'all ready for this shit talk to him december 2017 because guess what he did it again all charges were dropped. Yikes. So all the charges was dropped. The murder charge, the voyagerism charge, and the sexual assault charge. At this point, all of them have been dropped. Every charge. OJ out here. The basis of the case has always been that the has always been the condom that Gary's DNA was found in. But per the motion to dismiss the prosecution interstates blah. Per the motion to dismiss that the prosecution entered, states the state, due to recent DNA results, raised significant event ev- evidentiary <laughs> issues. Therefore, in the interest of justice, it is respect- respectfully requested the above-named matter be dismissed without prejudice. So, evidentiary issues means like the chain of, the chain of evidence had been broken somewhere. But you got to think about we talk about from 1986 all the way to now we in 2017. Right. So what they were saying was you can't prove hand to hand of this condom. Cause remember it was in the condom. Right. It wasn't on her person. The issue was that the condom came up missing after the DNA was extracted, which means that defense could not do their own testing. So basically the prosecution was able to do their testing on the condom, but the defense was saying they weren't able to do their testing on the condom, the which, the and that is something that's like crossfire. Whatever the prosecution can do, the defense can do too. Because just like you're trying to prove them guilty, I'm trying to prove them innocent. So they can even get like their own lab. Let's say the medical examiner from the county or from the state did the exam. The defense attorney can still get their own medical examiner to do it. Right. Just to prove like um, bias or non-bias. To make sure it's non-bias. Right. So the way the charges were dropped allowed the prosecution to recharge... Gary, which they did in November, I'm sorry, September 11th, 2020. Mm-hmm. So remember, so it was dropped in December 2017, but it was dropped with um, non-prejudice. Okay. Which means that he, they could re, they could re-bring it up. Once we're ready. Once, once we get some more information, because you got to think about it, if he's acquitted, exonerated, found out guilty, because of double jeopardy, they can never charge him again, even if he walk up to them like, yeah, I did it. He still can't be charged if he's already been charged for it. Right. So November, I'm sorry, September 11th, 2020, they brought charges again. The prosecution recharged Gary with first degree murder, which of course he pled not guilty to. During this, during this whole time, he still had not locked up. He just charged. Mm. Right. So no, no bail, no nothing. He just being charged again. Just out here. With murder. Living his best Murder. Life. Y'all Murder. He just out here living his best life. His trial began November 2021. That was just last year, y'all. The prosecutor advised that the used condom never went missing. It was actually destroyed back in 1989, but the envelope that the condom was in was preserved. 
Oh, so he still had a little bit in the inside of it. Right. So they said the condom, it, it's no condom. Even back in 2015, they didn't test the actual condom. They tested the envelope that the condom was in. Mm. Sketchy, right? Right. Of course. When the envelope was retested again, the results came back. And guess what? What? DNA still fucking matches. Like, DNA is DNA, bro. Like, yeah. you can't change your DNA. <laughs> like, it's yours. It's all yours. It's you all day. It's all day. The prosecution also presented proof from a counselor that Gary did not report to South Korea until late February mm. of 1986. Got him. Deliberation started Wednesday, December 8th, 2021. So it's almost been a year. Next week, it'll be a year since this happened. By Thursday afternoon, the jury said that they were deadlocked and they say there is no way that they can reach a verdict. The defense filed for a mistrial, which the judge grants, and the new trial is set for March 2022, which was delayed until May 2022. Okay. The second trial did not start May 2022. Per, card, per court documents, the trial is to start this month. Well, guys, I looked it up, and it doesn't look like it still, it still hasn't started. Yikes. So, oh, hold on. It's so backlog it, that it's a wrap too. It's gonna be a minute. Yeah, because now you gotta think about like COVID and all of these type of things. But all guess right. what? It has been thirty six years since Ruby's murder, and justice has not been served yet. So we got the the reason why this case pissed me off so bad is because I know people that's been convicted with less with less evidence. Yeah. So you got DNA evidence. You got his friend that said they used to actually pick up sex workers and have sex with them. Right. So you got the fifty dollar bill, you got the the fur coat, you got. You got, um, got a lot so remember, they said she was fully clothed. Well, she didn't have her panties on. So it was assumed that maybe he necessarily didn't rape her, but I mean, because she was a sex worker, so maybe she did voluntarily have sex, but she left the fifty dollars. That means she got he did something to scare her to where she took off running. Because where they were at, they, it was like secluded, right? Her body was found right near the road. That's how somebody was able to call 911. Wow. So what they think happened is maybe he tried to choke her and she wasn't into that. Right. Or, you know, something happened where she was like, uh-uh, we're not about to do this. Because they already had sex, right? Right. Because the condom was found there. She When she took off running, it's assumed that he hit her in the head to knock her down. And then he choked her. And she died. But you still got to realize he left a five-year-old girl with no mother. Man, that's that's the part. You know what I'm saying? Her daughter is now 41 years old. Me and her daughter is the same age. Man. Because she, this, her murder was 36 years ago. Her daughter was five years old. So you got a girl that's lived her whole life without her mother. Literally. Man. Because that's, of that's some jackass hard. who is still... Still, living life. by the it's time by the time they freaking probably even have a trial for this man, he probably gonna be half dead anyway. You know what I'm saying? This right. this shit happened 36 years ago. Assuming that he was 40 when it happened, which you don't say how old he was. We do know at the time he was in the Air Force, so he was at least 18. Right. But even if he was 20, the nigga 56 years old now. You didn't, you didn't live your life exactly. He didn't. He got a wife. He got a family. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's lived a life when he needs to be behind bars. Yeah. He absolutely needs to be behind bars. But, yes, that's the story of Ruby Dose. So, 
And I was gonna get a shirt made, uh, Justice for Ruby. So they do have, um, her daughter does have like, um, you could look up like Justice for Ruby. Um, you could look uh, like other podcasts where they go into more details, but it's just like, it's like a, a serious case, bro. Like, that's crazy. I like this one. Um, because it ties like it's not like an old case that I mean it's the case is like the old. Case is old but it's still ongoing yeah because but it's still open so. yeah the last time I googled it you guys he's still um the trial still be delayed um you gotta think about it even the the initial police officers that was on the case back then they don't retire prosecutors don't retire you know what I'm saying like I don't know and then it's like I'm gonna be real with you like DNA in the envelope yeah DNA period, like. But I'm saying because the DNA is just in the envelope. Yeah. Because the actual condom has been destroyed, you don't know what they're gonna say about that envelope. Yeah, that's true. Because if it already was thrown out for for, you know, evidence, whatever. That's probably why it's delayed because they're still trying to get. They're trying to going. tie something yeah. else, so they probably like looking yeah. for her clothes or like a solid case. Yeah. You know. Maybe they might exhume her body. I don't know what they plan on doing. I, but. I feel like with in with going to end up happening is that he gonna get older and he gonna feel guilt and he gonna tell him himself eventually but he's already told him himself that's the thing oh yeah, yeah. he already told his friend yeah, no 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 I mean somebody who can something like the police the law. and they said it was other women in that same area who were um found the same way so he, this man could possibly so be a serial, serial killer he yeah. could be he could be but what we know for sure is that he had sex with her. We know that for sure. And he actually admitted to being a quote-unquote acquaintance of hers. Mm. Remember I said that? Right, right, right. Oh, oh, I don't remember exactly 30, 30, years, 30 ago, years ago. But I do think we were acquaintances. Well, no, you were, you were in the Air Force. You left base, went to where the prostitutes be at, got you, got you some milky coochie. Milky. That was fifty dollars back then. It's forty now. That the person went down. Oh my god! But you know, that's neat to hear. No, that moving man. But, along. But that was. But yeah, that's her story, you guys. Which is a good story, man. Leave in the comments. Let us know what y'all think about that, man. Because uh, that that was fire. I like that one. That was my favorite one so far. Now you got to top it. So. Um, I got stories for days. Y'all know I love your, true crime. You get your you get your dosha. My dose of reality? Dose of reality. No. Here we go. Let's get it. Dose of reality, man. It's sass. Um, hey, guys. Love the show. Me and my significant other are having a disagreement, and we need y'all help. When one person changes their life in a relationship, does the other have to do so as well? Meaning, if I go vegan or if I stop eating pork, swine, I added that, <laughs> is that expected? Is it expected for both to follow suit? The issue is, now that I eat more healthier, I'm running into two different problems. One, the temptation is real. Two, what you eat tends to come out of your pores, and it's starting to get to me. Oh. So what should we do? Good question. Listen, that's a doggone good question. Right? <laughs> so... And the reason why I say that is because um, Katie and I, we tend to change our lifestyle up quite frequently, I guess you would say, right? So, uh, I don't know how many years it's been now, but a bunch of years ago, many, many years ago, uh, we stopped eating pork. I was just talking to somebody about that. It's been like 16, 
15, 16 years. Be, well, no, because we stopped eating pork before we got married. Yeah. So, like, 17 years probably since we had pork. So, and initially, I came home and said, yo, I'm done with the swine. Yep. And I think how it, so many years ago, that I'm just going off of what I believe <laughs> happened. But I think that KD tried to keep going at first, but it became too difficult. Like, at some point, you got to, like, make two different meals. Yeah, and that's actually what happened. You yeah. can't, like, the swine can't touch the, the non-swine mm-hmm. um, utensils. And I think it gets real heavy, right? Because you can still taste the juices and the smell start to get to you. So I get that. So, um, so when it came to it, she had to make a decision. She was like, okay, either I figure this out where I can still, you know, eat this pork or I'm going to have to stop eating pork. And at that time, I, I did majority of the cooking. So I was like, am I going to continue to cook the pork? Because I get it. I used to love me a pork chop back in the day. You know what I'm saying? When it was done right and seasoned right, a good pork chop was, was amazing for me at the time. But I was, I was raised on that. But um, once you make that change eventually um i think everybody kind of follows suit so like now we don't eat pork so most of the household don't eat pork um of course we take care of moms and dad but they'll order pork from time to time but even they begin to get sick after so after so long of not eating it that once they start to eat it it, it, it get to them so uh you know, our pops, he's just going to keep it. He don't, he don't care. He'll get sick and he'll eat some more pork. He'll get sick. He'll eat more pork. He just, he refused to give it up. But we also recently gave up beef, which is a hard one for me because I'm allergic to seafood. So really all I have is chicken and turkey at this point. All right? Um, so I, I'm going to try to go back to beef at some point. But I'm nervous because I don't want to get sick and I don't want to get, you know, whatever the case may be. But... I do miss a, a good steak or a burger from Five Guys or just a burger that I make myself. But um, I can understand it coming out of the porch because you do sweat what you eat. And if y'all having sex, um, your sperm will taste like what you eat as well. So if you if your, your diet is not good, I can guarantee you during sex, she will be able to tell you or he will be able to let you know. Like, yo, you're not, you need to change your diet. I take everything that you just had when I swallowed that semen. So I need you to fix that because uh, I don't eat it for a reason. So I get it. Um, Katie, what you think about this? Uh, that's what I was going to say. Like, when you stop eating pork, it wasn't on my mind to stop eating pork. I used to love me some bacon, some pork chops. That one place we used to go to, the ham the, spot. The ham, the ham shop, yeah. Pop, yep. But when you stop eating it, I stopped eating it. Like, it's the same thing with red meat. Like, And that's what I was saying. I said, like, at that time, I did majority of the cooking at the time. No, back then, I did the majority of the cooking. Now you do the majority of the cooking. I, I feel like it's the other way around. Now you be a all the time. <laughs> like, then she ain't know how to cook. I don't know what she's talking about. Uh-huh. Now, Remember I knew how to make pork chops, macaroni and cheese, and chicken breast. That's it. <laughs> now she can get in the kitchen and do a thug thizzle. But back then, she was like, listen. She was like, I don't know how to cook. My mom used to kick me out of the kitchen all the time. That's true. <laughs> I never had to cook where DTM always had to cook. So and, and now she get busy, right? But 
we just had to make a decision like okay look we're not about to make three different two different meals yeah. three different meals so we was like okay if we can do it do you feel better when you don't do it what's the reasoning behind it like I do believe that certain decisions that you make in a relationship um, if it affects both it should be a conversation about it like I can't say babe um, I'm about to uh, well I don't even know the word for it. what's that word that they be using when they don't be having sex no more I'm about to go what celibate yeah yeah i don't even know that word but <laughs> if, if you say you can do that that word she just said that's not a decision i can just make on my own we gotta have a conversation about that. but even change your diet like let's say i decided i don't i don't i just want to be pescatarian right mm-hmm. pescatarians only eat seafood like you allergic to seafood right so how i'm gonna do that you know what i'm saying like so i don't know Right, everything. I think everything that you decide for yourself had to come with a plan. Yeah, and it have to include more than just you. If you, if it's more than just you in the house, if you stay in your own crib and you like, yo, I, I don't want to do it, I'm, then don't do it. And when y'all go out to eat, order what you gonna order. Let them order what you gonna order. Deal with the the smell coming out the pores. But I do see, I do like see that. how like, cause certain foods you stop eating, like even like if we. I was just, I just was talking to somebody about this, like famous Dave's. Mm-hmm. I can't even go there because it's so, my, it make my hair hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like when you in a place that cook too much pork, I yeah. be getting a headache. I get nauseous. You know what I'm saying? Like that. It just, ugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, if you do eat pork and the reason, the reason why I keep saying pork is because I think pork is one of the more harsher meats. Right, right. So when you eat a lot of pork, it could very well be bothering them. Yeah, I mean, because it, it can make you nervous, right? So, like, for me, if I'm allergic to seafood, you only want to eat seafood. Is it safe for me to kiss you? Is I mean, but... Me like, I mean, like, like if you had just Allergic to it, it and stop eating it is a little different. Right, right. But I'm just... I'm using it as an example of them making a decision oh, about yeah. conversing, you know, having that conversation. Yeah. Like, at some point, that, that's what a relationship is, is actually communicating between one person and another and sometimes compromising, <laughs> compromising right? right so like if you all don't live together did they say if they live together or not they didn't say so when i'm at your house can you please not fire up a slab of ribs you know what i'm saying like right. just just for for me you know what i'm saying even uh, let's take it in, let's take it a, a step ser- more serious right even though this is serious because this is what you want this is mm-hmm. your lifestyle but let's say we did drugs together mm. i want to stop doing drugs okay but you don't we probably gonna have to break can, up then. Yeah, or 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 can you restrain from doing it when I'm here? Probably not. You feel that's probably not how drugs work. But. Right, but I mean that's just the statement that I'm making because I'm like because the 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 letter said temptation is real. Oh, I'm, but that's what I'm saying. Can you just not have prime example? We had girls' night, right? Mm-hmm. Wolf, the Wolf Talk had girls' night last Saturday. Right. Me and Jazz, I'm sorry, me and Chuckles had a vegetarian pizza. Because neither one of us eat red meat. Right. So, and we ain't really want no chicken piece at the time, right? So we had a veggie. Oh my God, it was so good, y'all. But we had a. She definitely came home talking about the veggie piece. (laughs) So we had a vegetarian piece with the Asiago crust, bussin' bussin'. Two bussin', y'all. Y'all hear that? So, Kiki eat all the meats. So she got a meat lover. No, she didn't get a meat <laughs> lover. Like she, she didn't like OD on it, right? Because she don't eat a lot of she don't eat a lot of pork or anything either. But she does eat it. So she like got to order a cheesy bread with pepperoni on it. Right. 
but she got her own separate thing. You know what I'm saying? Cause she was like, well, I could get chicken and we like, no, I'll get what you want to get. You right. know what I'm saying? So it was like that type of thing. You know what I mean? Like she was willing not to get the pork, but we like, no, like we getting our, we getting our veggie pizza. Get what you want. You know? Right. Cause we, Chuckles was like, you want, you want some of the pizza? She made a face. Oh my God. If y'all could have saw the face, <laughs> she made a, what the fuck face. Right. <laughs> but, right. But I'm just saying, like, those type of things that she did at least try to be conscientious. Like, oh, I could get chicken. But we're like, no, get what you want to get. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I don't know. I do feel like if you're with somebody, they like, look, I don't want to do this no more. And when you do it around me, it's tempting. If you love that person and you care about their well-being, then you should. Yeah, and that goes for everything. You know what I'm saying? You can be a reform, whatever. Yeah. And if if I know that you used to do this and you don't do it anymore or you're trying to stop or whatever the case may be, I'm not going to be the one to hinder your, your situation. But I do I'm feel like... I'm going to be the one that, that, that holds you accountable for what you said you want to yeah, do Yeah, he will. That's why I don't never tell him. I had, a, I had a guy that was riding with me recently. He's like, yeah, I'm trying to stop smoking cigarettes, blah, blah, blah. And then we kind of switched positions, so I started driving. And he was about to light up a cigarette. I said, you just drove for three hours and didn't think about it. Now you in the passenger side, you trying to... Because he bored. So I snatched a cigarette and threw it out the window. Because I said, you said you ain't want to do this no more. You're not his friend no more. I mean... Cigarettes, $97 you, a pack. I'm just telling you what you told me. Now, if, if, if for whatever reason that changed, then that changed. Right? And I'd be like, oh, okay, you you changed for whatever your reason may be. Yeah. You good. But you saying, you said it. I didn't say, I didn't say it to you. Yeah. You know, I don't want you to smoke no more. Like, it doesn't do with me. Like, little. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, I'm going to definitely hold you accountable for what you said you want to do. I'm never going to be the one to hinder it and all that. True story. So, uh, you, I guess the, the gist of it is, if you show your significant other that you're serious about what you, your change that you're making, eventually, they'll come around. If they but I do think, I, but I think, like, Imagine like if me, if you and I weren't together anymore and I got into another relationship and that person ate a lot of pork, I do feel like that person would make me sick, literally. because yeah, it's going to come out. Yeah, because I get what they saying, like come out, they, they're like if you drink a lot. Like you ever been standing next to a nigga, you be thinking you're at the brewery? The drinking, people who like smoke weed, it comes out like you feel like you But when you alone. don't, but this the thing though, when you don't do it. You more sensitive to the smells of those who do it. Yeah, yeah. So even saying. though like people like I don't smell like alcohol, you be like nigga, the fuck you say? Like for us, right. somebody could come in the house with weed in their pocket, and I'd be like, who got weed? Because yeah. that's not a smell that that I'm accustomed to because we don't smoke. Right. You know what I'm saying? Whereas somebody who smoke all the time, they don't even smell it. They think it's, it's normal. It's Meanwhile, normal to me, it smell like you took a bath in it. I'm like, somebody stink. What's that? Oh, who yeah. got, he do be who, saying that. Who got the Rago? Who got them Regis in here, man? You know what I'm saying? So, um, it's definitely worth a, a, a deep conversation. It is. And it, I mean, if they like, no, nah, I love my pork more than you, then that's something crazy to end the relationship off of. But I mean, honestly, would it, would it, the best way to do it, if they do decide to choose one over the other, it's, uh, you might not have to necessarily end the relationship, but you have to show that you're serious, right? Yeah, but so it's like, still going to cause a distance. No, no, That's I'm, just crazy, though. That's what I'm saying. So, like, I'm going to remove myself. I'm going to stop hanging with you as much. And if you feel like, I'd rather hang with him, 
than eat this pork. So I'm going to try to at least not eat it as much. Like, you know, slow down. Yeah. Taper down a little bit until you can until you can stop. You know what I mean? It's, it's crazy for people to be addicted to literally everything. Yeah. Like, you you addicted to, to every drink. You addicted to every food. You just addicted to not being able to say no. But you know what? People also get, it's just like a habit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you said, like about the ham hock. When they was cutting the ham hock to make the greens. Mm-hmm. And then the girl was like, why we cut the ham hock? And she's like, I don't know. Ask your grandma. Grandma, why we cut the ham hock? She's like, I don't know why you cut the ham hock. But I cut the ham hock because my pot wasn't big enough for the right. whole ham hock. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you don't even know why you eat it. You don't even know why you love pork chops. Get you a turkey chop. I put I, I caught right. And people don't even know that it exists. Man, because they be like, it don't taste the same. It don't taste the same, but it still tastes good. There you go. You know what I'm saying? It ain't supposed to take the same, taste the same. It's something different. Right. Oh, man, I got something, too. I'm about to go warm it up when I get done so, with pot. I just thought about it. I'm finna cook. Yeah, yeah. We might add this to it, though. It's just a little snack. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Um, Sorry, y'all. Sorry so, about it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all, you know, y'all get all the, uh, y'all, y'all involved in all of this, man, because y'all family. You know what I mean? So... With that being said, we got one thing left for y'all. Um, but before we get to that, we got to get to the sponsors because we didn't say nothing about none of the sponsors. And I told y'all that that was just one one episode with no sponsors. So the sponsor for today is none other than the number four ever and beyond.com. Be sure to go on there and get you some merch. You can get you a custom shirt. You can get you uh, the Relationship Reality Boy. Coming January. Man, what is fire, too. Um, you can get you... KD's book, if you haven't gotten that yet. Shout out to Victoria. She heard the podcast and was like, you know what? Let me go order this book. Let me go get the book. You know what I'm saying? Victoria, no secret. You know what I mean? She (laughs) She like, how am I I a super fan and I don't got the book? Got the book. Got the book. book. (laughs) So, follow suit, man. If you don't have that book, get it because the next one is on the way. We got a couple different things we're working out. I want y'all to be prepared and ready for it. Um, Y'all ain't ready for this dual book we about to come out with. Me and DCM writing a book together. Man, we got one we doing together. It's called How the Fuck We Get Here. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Man. I'm just playing. It don't have a title if yet. You, if you got kids, I'm working on a kids book with my son, my youngest son. You know what I'm saying? So be prepared for that. Uh, make sure y'all support him and I and us. You know, <laughs> Both of them. Yeah, you know, all, all of both of them. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then also, make sure you go check out uh, theperfectperfume.com. That's still our guy. He still do his thing. Make sure you use the promo code Reality Twenty. Get twenty percent off your entire order. Um, and you got a baby on the way. Got a baby on the way. Christmas is, is on the way. You looking for that perfect gift? Boom, bam, bing, bada boom. Going in there. Theperfectperfume.com. Get it. The orgasm is for sure. I'm telling you, your girl gonna love it. Um, I keep I keep my orgasm on dick. On dick. I mean dick. Huh? Oh, for sure. <laughs> I was talking about the perfume. Yeah, I was too. That's what I'm saying. No, um, you don't put it on your penis. No, 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 no. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. That's gonna start. I don't know. I mean, it is all natural oils. It, it's definitely organic and all natural, and it lasts long on your body. But you don't want to. I still want to recommend you putting yeah, it down there, though. I'm gonna check in with them, see if it's if it's penis approved. Title for the show: Penis approved. So. Let me just give you guys a reality check, man. We got had... another sponsor. Oh, sponsor number three. Talk to him. Fresh Start Clean 365. Keep going. So, her, <laughs> you can look her up on Instagram or TikTok. Fresh Start Clean 3... Cream. Cream. 
Fresh start clean. Fresh start clean. Three sixty five underscore Detroit. She does residential cleaning services, Airbnb cleaning services, deep and extreme cleaning, move in, move out, post construction clean. Mm-hmm. The more you book, the more you save. So she does weekly, bi weekly, and monthly cleans. Also, if you tell her that you listen to the show, you get 20% off. It was 30%, guys, but hey, you missed it. You missed it. You know? 20% off your first clean, guys. Only your first clean. So you get that 20% off, you fall in love. Because let me tell you something. She does my house. Um, and maybe, if, maybe. If, if you're lucky enough, maybe by the next episode, uh, we can talk her into going back to the 30 just for the Christmas holiday. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to see if we can get it No, in. that's why we need 20. We do 20. 20 is amazing. Talk to me. She's been doing 30. They snooze, they lose. Mm, hey, KD speaks. 20%. 20. A dub, a dub. 20% off your first clean. First clean. please. She does it. require a deposit, guys, so be deposit ready, please, and thank you. And Because <laughs> guess what? Time is money. Money is time. She don't have time to play. Deposit somebody. ready. Yeah, and, and listen, listen. That's common. Use common sense, man. Holla at her. She's amazing. She get it in. But please don't get in my DMs and be like, does she come to us? How else is she going to clean How she going to clean your house? If she don't come to you, please keep them questions to yourself. Your teacher told you that there are no dumb questions. They lied to you. That was dumb. Don't do that. All right? So, um, let's finish this thing off with a reality check with your boy, Coach DTM. Now, I have one thing down, but I'm led to give you another story. That touches my spirit, and I hope it touches yours as well. So, baby, there's these two uh, elders um, sharing a room together at an old folks' home. Mm-hmm. The one by the window and the one away from the window. The one away from the window was talking to the guy who was by the window, and he was like, man, can you can you do me a favor? Can you look out the window and tell me what you see? So he said, man, I see this family out here playing. The sun is shining. Like, everything is so beautiful. The weather is amazing. Like, it's, um, you, you have to see this one day, right? So the guy who was, was not by the window was like, oh, I appreciate it, man. I just appreciate you giving me that visual without me being able to see it myself. Mm-hmm. So every week, for three weeks straight, he was asking them, you know, what do you see out the window? And every week he was telling them the, the amazing, beautiful view that he saw out the window. Week four comes along. And the guy by the window passes away. And so the other guy was like, man, nurse, can you do me a favor? Can you roll me? Can I switch beds? Can I have a, the window bed? And she said, yeah, no problem. Let me finish up what I'm doing. And I get you over there. I get the body out. out. Right. Yeah. So they, so they swap him out. And he laying there and he just glances out the window. And next thing you know, he's yelling, nurse, 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 come here. So the nurse come like, no, what's wrong? And he said, it's a, a big wall right here. I can't see out the window. All I see is this big brick wall. Can you please tell them to move it? And she said, what do you, what do you mean? He, she said, I want to see what he was telling me he was seeing out this window, but this wall is in the way. Can you please tell them to move it? They were doing construction. And he, she said, oh, you didn't know. And he said, know what? And she said, you didn't know that he was blind. Oh, he was telling you that because he knew how that got your spirit up. Wow. He wanted you to feel good about the situation that you was in. So he was giving it to you the way that you needed it so that you can get, keep your spirits up. And so the base of the story was like, 
please go out today, tomorrow, and every day that you live and just try to uplift somebody else's spirit for one. Yeah. Because so often, man, life hits us and we only think about ourselves. We only think about the household. We only think about, like, who's in front of us the moment. But you have to think about somebody else, you know what I'm saying, and try to help them get out of the funk as well. Mm-hmm. Because in most cases, when you help somebody else out of their funk, you automatically come out of yours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So do something for somebody else is the base of the story, man. And it, it touched my spirit. I hope it touched yours. And um, I feel like, little piggyback off that a little bit, it's the holidays, man. And there's so many people that battle depression during the holidays. Either it's because of, like, lost loved ones, they don't have the funds. It's just it's just so many reasons to be sad during this time. Right. So imagine you being a person that could stop that person from doing something bad to themselves. Man. Just by uplifting their spirits. Just by saying, hey, you're pretty cool. You know? Or just by speaking to somebody. Speak, just, I'm trying to... I go to a restaurant, McDonald's. Um, I have people a go anywhere and talk to anybody. Definitely, but I have a thing for like that. a McDonald's Coke, right? And the people working get so accustomed to just repeating their lines that they don't realize that they have a a a, a person to person interaction type of job. Right? Yep. So when they say, "Hey, how you doing? Can I help you?" I'm wonderful. How's your day going? And I'm going to pause because I'm going to wait for you to actually answer the question. And it throws people off sometimes because they're not used to that. Right. But they appreciate it so much more because they're like, yo, no, nobody ever really cared how my day was going. Whether I complain about it or not, or if I just say, oh, it's good, it's great, it's, it's, it's amazing. Now I get to hear myself say it so I can make it become true as opposed to me just sitting here and flow, going with the flow of what my script say I'm supposed to say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I man, I come in, I'm speaking to everybody, I'm smiling at everybody, I'm like, no matter where I go, because, for one, you don't know what this, that person been through. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know through. what they're going through. You don't know what they lost. You don't know what they think they're about to lose. You don't know yep. what their mind is. Yep. So, I'm always trying to be that, that light. That's just like, uh, we was at Save-A-Lot, and my man said, he said, how are you doing? I said, I'm good. And he was like, well, me too. I said, well, because if we ain't... What's complaining going to fix? And he was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. But every time I see this young man at Save-A-Lot, he's like, hey, hey. Like, he yeah, always, you know look, what I'm saying? Because people look for greatness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They look for people who not just go, go with the flow. Like, this person uplift my spirit one time. Yep. I, th- I feel like it's I'm the good. fact that I interacted with him yeah. more than more than just, because he was like, hey, do you need help finding anything? I'm like, no, I got it. And he was like, well, how are you today? I'm like, I'm good. But even if I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Just on just on some conversation type stuff, which normally, guys, I'm not like that. But I just felt like he just needed to pick me up. He just was looking sad. You know what I'm saying? Right. But now every time he see me, he, he will be on the other side. He'll be like, hey, hey, you know? So I just feel like it's because... I took the time out to see him as a person and not just like as the freezer guy right. or whatever. You right. know what I'm saying? So, I mean, just a little bit could go a long way. So, just take the time to be nice. You should do it all the time, but especially during the holiday season. Man, and that's why I said that's why I said in the beginning, I love the holiday time because it makes it brings out the good in some people who don't do it all year, whether by choice or or by accident, saying that they don't have time or whatever. Yeah. Be. So, you know. Be good. What, what what Jerry Springer used to say? Be good to yourself. And, and each, each other. other. <laughs>
<laughs> Until next time. Until next time, my friend. <laughs> ah, you so childish. With that being said, man, I am the one and only Coach DTM, man. Your girl, KD. And this is Relationship Reality Podcast. We'll see you next week. Peace. Two of them. So long. Bye. Bye. Good job. Thank you, Daddy. So long. Bye. Bye. Goodbye to my pain. Goodbye to my pain and my sorrow. So long. So long. Bye. Bye. So long. Bye. Bye. Next week.